Allison came over to my house and she was like, what, what does that smell? And I was like, uh, oh, my roommate cooked something. She's like, no, it doesn't smell like this. It smells like gas. Well, we went downstairs and sure enough, the uh, stove was slightly no. turned on and had been slowly leaking gas for probably about eight hours. <laughs> so Yikes. that's a long time. It is. It is. So we almost blew ourselves up. <laughs> Yikes. You're listening to The John Chi Show, hosted by three Korean-American adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted, Korean, American, and more. And now, here's your hosts, Nathan, Patrick, and KJ. Hello, and welcome to The John Chi Show. It's your boys, KJ, Nathan, and Patrick. Uh, I'm the tall one. Patrick, anyone? Why the tall one? <laughs> they can't see. They can't tell. Maybe I was squatting. Uh, we are the recording photo. video, so maybe uh, they will. Oh see it no! It's the winter well, we're time. We're all sitting down. It's fine. That's my. That's my defense. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready to hibernate. To hibernate. <laughs> Allison hates it when I hibernate. Does it do with three kids? <laughs> that was funny. Um, Patrick, what? Why do we call ourselves the John G Show? What are we doing here? We call ourselves the John Chi Show because John Chi in Korean means to feast or to celebrate or to banquet, we have recently <laughs> discovered. And on this show, we like to celebrate our shared experiences and identities as Korean-American adoptees. And we celebrate that by feasting at the end of the show on snacks, generally from the Korean peninsula, sometimes from other places. And we sometimes have guests on to celebrate their identities and their experiences and to hear their stories. And sometimes we just sit by ourselves and celebrate ourselves, I guess. So <laughs> celebrate that's what we're doing ourselves. here today. Celebrate, <laughs> celebrate life. Yeah, you know what demographic hasn't been celebrated enough? Straight men. Straight, mm. straight men need some love. Not right. at all. That was yeah. the reason we started the show was because there wasn't enough straight male voices in podcasting. <laughs> I will say I have like I really I really have to work to not say straight white man but like sometimes I'm like ah oh, man mm. how am I am I really, really close to that but then I'm like well well no but it's like just I just fall into that trap sometimes you know I feel you yeah. it's I mean like, it feels had... like when you say straight man or straight male like white just fits right in it's to yeah it. you just it feels like it ready. just goes yeah. with it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel but you. we've had a very diverse uh, group of interview interviews on here, I think. So that's been great. I mean, our first, I don't know how many were, were female and we recently <laughs> had an email come in that, that asked, you know, uh, how much of the queer community have we interviewed? And I, and I listed a bunch actually, I'd, I'd forgotten and ha- hadn't counted in a while actually. Um, <laughs> I like that. Uh, <laughs> you were like a bunch. I'm like, in my head, bunch. I was like a handful. It was, I was going to say like a handful seven. as well. Yeah. Like yeah all right. All right, so, all right. But uh, no, I mean, I we are we are open to all parties. <laughs> yeah, had some Chinese adoptees, except for now. the bad ones. We're not open to the bad uh, parties. True. What's a bad party? I don't know, like a neo-Nazi. Re- yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> what, what, an damn. anti-Semite, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree those with there's, that. A, there's a lot of a lot of bad parties. Just mm, straight that's up true. racists. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's a good thing. And that's the show. 
that's the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pause, we are anti racists and anti Nazis. Mm-hmm. Some, <laughs> yeah. some hot, hot takes. Coming in hot. Hilariously, <laughs> not hilariously, maybe this is sad, but uh, my buddy <clears throat> who. He came and lived with my parents for a year while he was studying abroad. Uh, he's from Germany, so he came back and visited. And he was like, my my mom, I think, was saying like, oh, yeah, Johannes was saying that there's Nazis. Like, Nazis are coming back in Germany. I was like, they're coming back in America. <laughs> so <laughs> I would even venture to say that they never left. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think they were just hiding. Yeah, the rise. So, the so re-rise? The, the I re-rise know. of I don't think that's a, vocal. That's a word. I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> visibility. It's sad. Very sad. Ugh. Yeah. And, and I feel like social media has some parts to play with that because it shows more, you know, of other, I mean, in a positive and negative way, you're like, um, for people who are searching for community, the good community, they find it, but also the bad communities are finding the bad communities on social media. So it's like, ah, ah. Yeah, it's all those double, double-edged sword, right? All those neo-Nazis are like, "What's up with all these bad communities out there?" <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that's probably a conversation about moderating your platforms and mm. this and that. But yeah, but I'm not that's here not for that. What we're here. I don't. Yeah, we don't. We don't <laughs> moderate our platforms. It's a whole other podcast. <laughs> we are not experts on moderating platforms of social media we, because because we um, barely do social media. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. As a show, you oh, personally, yeah, as a show. we sure. definitely do. Be, we we are scratching the bare minimum surface of social yeah. media. We're <laughs> reaching up, <laughs> reaching up to touch rock bottom. So yeah, I don't even know at. if we're touching the bottom. We uh, <laughs> we are there. I think we're there, and that's it. Yep, we're trying. Yeah, we're on Facebook still. So <laughs> oh, I we'll just talk recently posted on LinkedIn. So oh, you did for the show you, or yeah, for you did, for the show? Didn't know if you could do that. So. Anyways, this episode is out right now. We are in the throes of November, which is National Adoption or Adoptee Awareness Month. I don't really think that we talked about it on our last solo episode, which I believe came out a week before this one, if Mm -hmm. I'm not mistaken. Probably did. Um, (laughs) So I figured that we could maybe talk a little bit about that this week. Uh, I feel like... Almost, I don't know why I feel like it's almost obligatory for us to talk about it because we are adoptee focused. But then again, when I thought that and I brought it up in our little text message group earlier, I was like, but we really don't have to talk about it if we don't want to. If there are other things we could talk about, there are other things we could talk about. Yeah, you'd, you'd believe that like maybe this is the one month that we could like take a break. That's true. You know what I mean? Be like, there's probably maybe someone else is thinking about us for the one month that they ever think about us out of the year. Well, I think about that. I thought I've been thinking about that when it comes to just like heritage months in general, like Mm. it shouldn't it be on the communities that are outside of those communities being celebrated and and honored and and thought about during those months. to like be doing the education, be doing the amplification. Um, I realize we should be centering those voices during those months. And it's like, can I get a little nap over here? Can I take a little break? <laughs> I think but that's I, I think that's uh that's okay. Yeah, I but know. I also find it nice because it's again, you know, supposedly it's supposed to be or raising awareness for the people who may not have looked at one point. I mean, there's a lot of people who who might use it as a chance to look and look for things that they are are, you know, 
wanting to find or, or things like that. And so that's, it's kind of like promotes that and it kind of pushes them to do that. Um, not for the people who have already found some sort of community or some things that they've been looking for, but I, I you know, I think of it as the ones who just are kind of like, you know, the light bulb moment, kind of like we were three years ago. So yeah, I feel like we all were kind of first discovering that this was a month mm-hmm. at the beginning of this show, sure. which was really the beginning of, were we even celebrating it no, <laughs> in the I first mean, year of the show? Because like, we did the Thanksgiving yeah. show where we had all the people on. I don't even think we were talking about it then. Uh, we we might have been. I don't Maybe, know. I but probably, I mean, it's been around since, either. what, 95. So it's not like it's 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 new. It's just, like I said, it's people are becoming more aware of it, So which which I think is great. Well, I think it was a week in the 80s, and then mm-hmm. it was a became month. a month in the 90s. In ni- yeah. yeah. And now it's like, well, and then I think in the middle, in like the teens, the 20 teens, it was when World Adoption Day became a thing. And now I feel like we are, we are part of this group of adoptees, providing counter narratives to what like a world adoption day is, Mm -hmm. which is like draw a smiley face on your hand. And we're like super happy about what adoption is. And while I'm not saying that it's invalid to be happy and celebrate certain things, I also think that that's what we always talk about when it comes to adoption. So it's like we can amplify and elevate the stories that maybe don't always get heard during this time, which is really Mm -hmm. generally what we do on the show. So Sure. Yeah. Uh, And if they happen to find this show during this month, we now officially, as of this recording, will have 150 episodes cataloged for them to listen to. Oh, this is episode 150? This is 150. I labeled this episode 149. (laughs) I saw that. I didn't want to correct you yet. Oh, okay. Well, we should be talking about that. (laughs) <laughs> 150 that's a yeah. lot mm-hmm. that's uh almost three years like official like in podcast yeah. years we've had like 150 we've had a hundred we'll have had 155 episodes come out to date yeah but like some extra yeah. bonuses yeah 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 150 episodes like like for sure numbered episodes that's a lot i feel yeah. like yeah all right we've done. Like, we've done it <laughs> do you ever feel like we I, so here's a here's a weird thing reflecting on um the thanksgiving episode i realized that in the world of podcasting when people are like oh yeah i'm gonna start a podcast especially 2020 people are like oh yeah i'm gonna start a podcast it's gonna be so great whatever and then they're like oh my god there's a lot of work so they only get to like maybe episode five and it takes them like six months to put them out mm-hmm. when we were putting out shows weekly uh in the beginning and we hit episode seven and it was Thanksgiving and Jerry was like, let's do like a big party episode. Was like, that was cool. our seventh episode. Yeah, I think so. And then uh, like two weeks later, it felt it felt like it wasn't actually, but like two weeks later, it was like, oh, it's the end of the year. Let's do a reflections episode. And be like, bro, we just started. <laughs> <laughs> and then jump ahead to year one. We're in L.A. It's a reflections episode. Jump ahead year two. Dallas reflections episode. Here we are, year three. We were we went back to LA. Uh, welcome to our official <laughs> reflections episode, but it's not a clip show. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I was just, I was thinking about this and then I think tied in with like the adoptee and adoption awareness month. Like, I remember in LA, someone was like, does it ever make you really angry that adoptee is always autocorrected because it's not mm. a real word? And I was like, no, I use a third party keyboard. But like thinking about that, does that, how does that sit with you? Does it like mess with you at all? Or are you just like, meh, whatever? Wait, the act of the autocorrect? No, I think just like the, <laughs> the like, yeah, I, I mean, I guess, but like having adoptee and adoption and like working with both mental models in your head of like an adoptee versus like adoption mm, just being adoption. like a, a yeah. thing. Well, I mean, I guess I, I talk about it pretty vocally, I suppose. And I mean, we're recording this episode on October 30th, which is Adoptee Remembrance Day. And I wrote mm -hmm. a little just bit piece about it, but like adoptee for me and how I define it is like the identity piece of it. Um, that I like identify as adoptee adoption is the act or the process of like what happens to what happened to me, what happens to a child or a person that goes through that process. And so, I mean, I think for a while, I guess, probably when we started doing this, I was probably wrestling with what those two things meant. But I think as we've moved through the show, and this is like something that we talked about at Beta LA when we talked about evolution, like that's how language has evolved for me is like being able to define the two um, and really delineate between like what is adoption, specifically like the language of being adopted, being passive and like being something that happened to me and then identifying as an adoptee, like I'm an adoptee being like active language of like this is who I am and like claiming that for myself. Um, I think now it's an easy thing for me to do. And that's how I explain it. Um, I think what's difficult is that the general society does not see adoptee as identity. So they conflate the two or they don't even see adoptee as a thing. Like they don't realize like it auto corrects to adoption essentially in their minds. And so we then have to do the extra legwork of explaining the difference and another thing that I just thought of is that I've had other adoptees reach out to me and say they actually don't identify as like an adoptee because they are so like either traumatized or just so against like having been adopted in the first place. Like that's not something that they really resonate or want to be, which I totally I think is totally fine, too. And I would never like put that mm -hmm. on somebody. Um, so I think there's that extra layer of it as well. Yeah. I definitely think that there's multiple layers and stuff. And so the adoptee adoption, whichever way you want to celebrate or identify the words, I think is completely up to the individuals. I mean, for us, we are adoptees. And so, you know, and that's what we're identifying as. Um, but others who are not adoptees are the adopters you know, might use the word adoption because that's all they know. I mean, they can still be open to adoptee stories and adoptee experiences and things like that. And I think that's what's important is knowing all the sides, um, the adoption side, the adoptee side, and 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 even, the, you know, the, I don't even know what the word for that is, but the, the biological family side of it as well. I mean, this is, you know, right, 
like like the triangle, right? So like all aspects of the constellation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the constellation. So the, the, I think all of that is important. So um, just because you know, it doesn't bother me that that it's being autocorrected or so forth on on uh, a digital device or anything. But uh, for me, I just I always try to focus on how I'm relating the the what my point is, I guess, on the on the topic. So if I'm talking about adoption versus if I'm talking about an adoptee or me as as an adoptee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was just, there was something about it that was like, I think I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yeah. man, it's like a lot of work to reclaim language and it's, uh, it's just a lot. And uh, so I, I think there was a world, there's a world where I'm like, yeah, adoptee, that's cool. And then other times I'm just like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. Um, it was interesting, Patrick, you bringing up, and I'm glad that you did bring up the the point that people who have been adopted don't identify as adoptees because of all of the the trauma or negative experiences or any number of reasons that cause them not to identify that way. And and it reminds me of a conversation I had uh, with Stephanie Dranka, former guest and friend of the show, um, about like because when <laughs> another okay disclosure, we were hanging out at our like adoptee harvest festival uh mm -hmm. the official title of that party was harvest hoedown but it's asian <laughs> um <laughs> but uh so we were hanging out and and jennifer and i i remember when we first got connected and she was like oh yeah stephanie lives in here like one of the like one of the early things she said was like yeah she doesn't really seem to be like in that adoptee space and flash forward to this party and she and i talked about it and she was like yeah for me it's like i've I've moved through it or I think maybe the language that she used is like, it's, it's given me all that it can. Mm. And now I'm moving beyond, which I think is an interesting way of thinking about like the adoptee identity and something that I have heard a number of times as a critique of the adoptee community um, at large is that it's like, it can feel like just being quagmired in a specific moment in time or a specific sure. uh worldview or, or that kind of thing and i think what was interesting was viewing it less as like well this is what the community is and more as like a this is this is certainly a part of it but can you is there a world where you're allowed to move through like it's just a a way station as you become who you are and i think it's a uh, an important thing because there is I think the thing that, that really defines our community is that there has been some type of conscious turn or shift into how they think of how we think of ourselves um, but like the community and like especially adoptee spaces uh, could they just be a way station could even the idea of identifying as an adoptee be a way station for a time in a way that maybe other parts of your identity are not necessarily. Well, I think it speaks to a couple things and it makes me think of two things. I think it, uh, one is just that there is no one experience to how you identify and navigate this community and navigate even your own identity piece of it, I suppose. And the other thing that I think of when I hear something like that is that so I guess, I, again, I wrote about it a little bit in this post today, is that I see it as an identity because 
for me, and I guess I just want to speak plainly as like speaking for myself. Um, but it feels like there is this push, especially from the outside and sometimes from the inside of the community to that other aspects of my identity, like my Asianness or my specifically Koreanness or my gender or something else has takes more precedence or is more important than my identity as an adoptee. And I think that personally, I feel like I have an issue with that because it, I think it, it, it invalidates part of who I am because mm-hmm. I do identify as an adoptee. And I think thinking about more broadly as a community, and I guess when I, I guess now I'm not speaking for the community, but speaking about the community, I feel like it, that is a barrier for us to achieve, like, um, being taken seriously when it comes to like citizenship rights or access to records at a state level for domestic adoptees specifically, because we are not seen as because I ident- because the adoptee portion of our identity is not seen as important and because it's not seen as intersecting with other things or it's seen as less than. And so because it is less than like, we're not going to focus or put any energy or effort or investment towards securing citizenship, securing whatever other right that we're fighting for, because it's like, we don't validate that in you. Like you were adopted. That's the end of it. And so like, that's how I see it. And I totally can see where other people would be coming from is like, I, I like the the language of way station, like a move, like it can be, feel like a move between. And I think at the end of the day, like if you get to a certain point with it and you're like, I'm good here, like I'm going to go do other stuff and focus on other aspects of who I am. I think that's totally fine. And I would never tell anybody don't do that. I just feel like for me, I would like to see, and I don't actually, I don't really think that even people who move beyond the way station would not like want to advocate or fight for those certain rights as well. Um, I would just not want to like invalidate that identity even at the individual level, but especially from like a community sense as we try to achieve certain things at a collective level. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, yeah, totally. And I, I mean, I'm not saying we weren't, we weren't trying to be like, no, oh, no, yeah. I didn't think so. I was just like, and that's like, why I was oh, like, you're trying an to like, idiot for identifying <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I was, that's why I was trying to like, okay, I want to make sure that, that what I'm saying is making sense here. I think it's like, it's, it's like, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I do like the idea of a way station, but maybe an airport or something is like kind of better for this, for this part of the idea is like, there's a world where you visit a city and you get the hoodie that says the city's name on it. And you're like, oh, okay. yeah, cute. Okay. Whatever. Sure. You know? And then like, maybe you go to the city and you live there and then you get another sweatshirt that has the city name on it. And you're like, no, yeah, I'm like really proud, whatever. And then you leave the place and that hoodie that you bought, which when you are really proud, takes on a new level of meaning. But like you don't hang out there anymore. Sure. You know what I mean? And I think that that's the idea, like especially for like, I can speak confidently for for Stephanie, but like I think there is that idea of like she spent time in the space right. and it like for whatever, you know, like it gave her what she needed or what she felt that she needed, you know, whatever. 
And I think that she's moved on with that hoodie. That's like, no, this is, I mean, this is my, this was my home and this is still a place that I can go back to and feel comfortable in. It's just not where I hang my hat right now. It doesn't eat my mental capacity in the same kind of way. You know, I don't know. It was just, it was an interesting thing and it's not, I don't think that that point of view is one that I hear a lot because we as a show and we as the three hosts came up in a time when so many other adoptees were like just kind of thinking through this identity that like it felt like for a while everyone was like, wow, adoptee identity. And then, and then maybe we're like, oh, this is tragic. Adopt the identity. But like, you know, I think that there are so many people in that early stage discovery. And I mean, we've had guests, you know, peppered throughout. We've had uh, in-person interactions with people peppered throughout who are in more mature spaces as like with the adoptee community, with the Korean adoptee community, with just their themselves as identifying as an adoptee. Um, but it was just like, it was just interesting to kind of think through that and, and, and articulate that, you know? Yeah. I feel like I come across, I've come across that more too with folks that I interact with who like were doing this work prior to the pandemic. And I'm just like, <laughs> and then I, it really makes me wave to, two or wave yes, three of like, and have to like check myself yeah. about oh, yeah. like, Oh, I've only been doing this for three years and I've been like stuck or maybe not stuck, but I've just been, in this particular mode for this, the whole time that I've been part of it, you know? And at some point I probably will not hang my head up here, but be like, okay, I'm moving in a different direction. And and there are certain days even now where I feel like, okay, I'm like over here now. And I think we've had discussions about it even uh, recently where it's just like, okay, I'm over in this lane that isn't necessarily always adoption adoptee focused. You know, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it makes me any less of whatever. It's just like, okay, I've done that thing and right. now I'm over here. Yeah. And we, we've we always talked on the show about um, capacity too. And I think that is something that, you know, especially during this month that people should, you know, remember as well that we, you know, we're doing stuff at whatever our personal capacities are at and it's not, there's no right or wrong way of doing it or posting every day or doing this, um, you know, advocacy work or speaking or doing, you know, extra live events or things like that. We, we do what we, we can do. And I think that's um, important for, for everybody, not just podcasters uh, or speakers or, or people, um, you know, who are, are, are working in the space. But um, I find myself moving along in different areas as well, just like you guys were, you know, I'm working on one project and I, I'm forgetting about all the other things that I was maybe exploring at one point. I, um, you know, like I didn't even really want to um, submit a proposal for, for a con next year to actually be a speaker um, just because I'm a co-chair and I'm already doing so much. And so again, it was, it was like, you're running the me. thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, it, it, but it's a different space for me now. And it's, it's just how the direction that I've moved uh, recently. So. Yeah. hundred percent. And I think, uh, no, I don't have a thought. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, I'm definitely not be posting every day this month. I'll post <laughs> yeah. maybe like five times this month. I don't even know. I don't have any post plan. I have a ton of other stuff that I'm doing. Oh, you know what? Um, I will say if you find, if you stumble across a show or you've been a a long time listener, um, I will say I saw recently another um, adoptee podcast uh, posted like they were able to hire an editor. The editor's going rate was like $100 an episode or something like that. $100 an hour maybe? I don't know. I mean like that's the... 
that's like the rate that I would charge, you know, for sure. editing the episode. And I think that like Same. it's it's a lot of work to do these things. Um, and especially this month, go and support adoptee creators. And I think that mm-hmm. that that is like there's so much incredible content that is being put out there for free because people love it and they're passionate about it or maybe they're they don't love it maybe they hate it and they're passionate about it uh but there there's just a lot of creators out there who are doing excellent work and if there is a way to support them i mean it can be anything from like a buy me a coffee patreon other type of membership subscription to just like say like hey can i buy you a gift card to your favorite place uh, and support them that way. Um, that I think that this month is is a great time for that because uh, I mean we I mean we say support the show, but I think like we as a community yes. generally don't ask for money. But there are a lot of great organizations and a lot of creators uh, and people that need support. And um, and th- I think that that's that's really important to highlight now. Yeah, just yeah. putting it out there. And if you don't have the means, feel free to just, you know, shout shout out to them. You know, there's a lot of books, a lot of authors, a lot of studies, a lot of, um, you know, like you said, people doing the work. So share share the knowledge of what you know and who you know. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, amplifying other voices is good. Also just being like, hey, I see you. Thanks. <laughs> like mm-hmm. personal yeah. messages are really nice because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we get some messages, but also like other creators maybe they only get negative messages maybe they're just putting stuff out there and they're like i don't know if it's any good but i get some interaction on my posts sometimes so maybe it's okay you know that kind of stuff so just be That's true be a good human remember that behind yeah. the accounts there are real human beings <laughs> who like to be interacted with maybe as one of those creators i will say it is nice to get the aff- affirmative messages yes. and comments it is it perks my day up yeah when Patrick, you're not. doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Patrick, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to some on of your, your episodes this yeah, month. Yeah, on your you other podcast. You don't have to. Oh, actually, thing. this month I have some good episodes. Uh, no, I'm not going to listen to this month's episodes. I'm going well, to listen, listen to, this one, to this some month. of your episodes <laughs> this month. Oh, thanks. I'm going to be a good friend mm. and fellow supporter of another adoptee creator. <laughs> I'm like really bad at promoting myself <laughs> yeah. because I tell people that they don't have to listen to the show when that's the one thing I want them to do. Reverse psychology. That's yeah, what I mean, like, though. I, I think like you're just like adoptees for any for any number of reasons. Maybe it's just that all the creators <laughs> are actually introverts and they're really bad at you know. I don't I don't mm-hmm. want to chalk it up to like oh yeah it's just all adoptees. Adoptees writ large <laughs> suck it at. Uh, <laughs> promoting themselves but i mean like it's important so just go and support your your favorite creators who are adoptees yeah any specific creators that y'all are vibing with or supporting at the moment that you want to highlight while we're on the topic uh, the one that I see most often is Nikki often no repetition intended mm. um She's just out there doing her thing in Korea, but like, man, her drawings just, I'm just like every time, even, even I don't like, it doesn't even matter what the content is literally just that you took the time to make a picture and then put it up there and like do that thoughtfully. Like it's just like, is, is always so, so impressive to me. Um, so that's really like, that's one that I see a lot. Uh, also our former friend and guest of the show, wait, guest and friend of the show, uh, Jenna, Previously, Honorable Mayor Jenna is still honorable, not not so much the mayor. Uh, she's doing a lot more content stuff, uh, yep. and I think that that's really fantastic. She's in Korea. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. there's 
she's she's doing that. Um, there are. Let's see. Kira Omens is doing a lot of good stuff. I was literally just about to say her. Um, Kazette Eisenhower has a, a cute little adoptee thing, but I don't remember what it's called. Sorry, Kazette. <laughs> uh, I think that one's Navigating Adoption. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is um, that hers? I think so. Yeah, I was like, it just came up recently with another person I was speaking with. Um, but yeah, those are those are some creators to go go check out. Also support us, please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I've been seeing a lot. Of course, everyone knows I, I'm a big supporter of Khan, and I really feel that <laughs> oh, they're yeah. doing a lot of uh, of work in the space. That's okay. You don't have to mention it. I was going to mention it, so it's okay. Um, but you know, I know Khan uh, definitely would very much appreciate any funding um, because we are going to be putting a you know a lot of programs together next year, and um, we really uh, you know love the community and the fact that it's, you know, the, an adoptee run organization. I mean, there's, uh, already been so much love for it and so much, I think, growth, um, uh, within the community and within the organization. It's, it's great to, to see from the inside that like I have been doing, um, and uh, just for that conference, just for the people who may not know, that conference will be June 21st through the 24th next year in Chicago. Uh, also, Adoption Mosaic is doing a lot of good things. And I know this is kind of a shameless self-promotion, too. But I will be uh, appearing on the the Adoptee Speaker Series that they'll be having November 11th. So, nice. Look um, at you. It's about uh, Adoptee Podcast hosts and, you know, why we do what we do. So, if you're interested in that program, that'll be, again, Saturday, November 11th. Uh, it's at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Who else is on that panel with you? I have not been uh, told the full panel yet. I oh, think you don't know the full panel. panel. They are still secret finalizing panel. that. So, yes, it is a secret panel. I, I do not know who, what other talented secret individuals panel. I'll be discussing and talking with. So secret I am excited panel. to find out. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. November 11th. I mean, it, honestly, it could have been you guys. I didn't even, even know if you guys were going to be on it. Uh, I am also, not on so, that panel. Yeah, we were not. I will try and make the it privilege. There. <laughs> Sorry to be on your secret panel, <laughs> which makes me think of an Avatar song. Just secret panel, secret panel on the podcast. Secret, oh. secret, secret, secret panel. Yeah, yeah. It's for all my Avatar heads out there. Um, what about you, Patrick? Who am I? Who do I want to highlight? We have a very long list, I know, but um, uh, well, I guess I'll shout out uh, recency bias, Grace Foster. I like what she's doing with the inclusion initiative. We talk about like investing in creators and folks in our community trying to do stuff, getting paid for that work. Uh, I really like what she's doing there, so want to give her a shout out. Um, I do like what Jenna is doing. In Korea, I like that. Not not only from a like a content creation perspective, but just from a storytelling perspective. I feel like she's going through, you know, like an evolving or an uh, yeah, an evolving situation with her story. And I really appreciate you know each time that she shares a little bit with us. So I think that's really awesome of her to do. Um, and also sidebar, but I feel like this. Uh, headshot that she's sharing like she was just on adapted and this photo with her hair down I feel like I don't even recognize her I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I didn't even recognize her at first I was like what okay Not but anyways um, back then, but it all comes <laughs> yeah Kira's doing a lot of really great stuff um, 
Shout out to Katie Gagel, who started a new um, account, oh, So Young Wellness. It's uh, documenting her wellness journey, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. I work on her and Laura Summers' podcast, Adopting Wellness. Um, they've been putting out some really cool content and some really good episodes and conversations. Um, oh, your boy, Rick Allen. He's Rick got Allen. His, uh, CAD CAD Resource Hub. Yep. I think that's an amazing uh, website with all the so many different uh, resources. Specifically, this is a great time to plug it during you know National Adoptee Awareness Month because yeah. Also, it, he's our boy. <laughs> yeah, he's our boy. He's our dude for sure. Um, yeah, for sure. Shout out to Rick. And then I guess since you plugged yourself, uh, I'm going to plug myself a little bit. Uh, for Gross. conversation piece, I am going to be highlighting Accepted. four Asian adoptees in Indiana. Um, one of them being Lauren Reese, former guest of the show. Um, super excited about those episodes. So if you, for some reason, feel like you have the time to listen to my other podcasts. I've committed uh, to it. I don't know be- if it'll be those episodes, but I've committed to it. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, but... Excited to see kind of what everybody's doing um, this month and all year round, I suppose. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that's happening. Um, That leads me to kind of this final topic for here before we jump into food is I was thinking about what we were doing last year. And one of the things that I really loved was like last year, Nathan was like writing you like wrote a bunch for like the, I feel like for the first time, wasn't that last year? Mm-hmm. So I just ago. wanted to ask two years. Was that two years ago? What were we doing yeah, last year? So. Actually, I did something last year too, but it wasn't every day. Was that it the was, prompts? So two years ago was the prompts. And then I think Should last year was less. Yeah. Last year was less, but, uh, okay. Um, still, yes, I did. I did do a little, some, writing, I think I, I was writing some last year. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was going to be the thing that I was just going to lead us into whatever food before we started was just what are you like doing this month? If, if anything, are you even planning on doing anything this month? Like we talked about, we write once, we write no times, we write five times, whatever it might be. Is there anything on your plate for November? Uh, no, I forgot about right. a hilarious bit that I had <laughs> planned. <laughs> Wait, um, for the show? No, for myself as an adoptee thing that you just reminded me of. Uh, so I, I think what I'm gonna do is I've, I'm still in the middle of of one of the one of the things, but I've I'm reworking my two major songs that are like deeply adoptee territory um, to the dawn and don't let me go. Uh, it's been a couple of years since they came out, and while they were for specific times, like. I, I mean, it's my, it's my music. So maybe this is like obscene of me to say, but like, I find myself going back to those songs, like past mm. KJ helps current KJ out. Sure. Um, mm. And so <laughs> I thought the hilarious bit is I was going to re-release them and call them parentheses KJ's version. Uh, yes. Because <laughs> they were I'm never not my that. version, but it's so funny to me. Um, <laughs> but so I thought about releasing a small EP with, uh those two things maybe a new song and then like some commentary on the on the tracks 
Um, so just just something to do that. I don't know nice. if it'll come out, but that's definitely something Director's that I cut. that I was, I'm here for all of that. Was how do we make that happen? How do it's I force my, you to it's do on that? My Spotify already. <laughs> I know I said we're not forcing people to do anything yeah, capacity wise, uh, but I'm forcing you to do this. <laughs> I want to me, You just need to take over some of my web development responsibilities. Oh God. So. Uh, ne- well, never mind. You're good. You don't have to release anything. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Just need a what about you, Nathan? I know that you're busy with family stuff. You got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, this month will be crazy. I mean, I'm not not gonna promise any amount of of uh, posts, but I will post a few times um, because there are a few things that I did want to talk about um, that I've been kind of saving up for for this month. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of I have some guests coming into town, and of course, I'm taking the trip uh, back uh, west for uh, Thanksgiving. So there's going to be a lot of things going on, and of course, just keeping the kids healthy. So we'll <laughs> we, we can be uh, always the the constant struggle yeah yeah the constant exactly. struggle but um but i did want to draw back to something you said previously um because we are f- recording this on adoptee remembrance day i did want to throw out the, something that i kind of found out today um from actually I, I always forget this but um uh suicide crisis lifeline is 988 if you dial that you get a suicide a free suicide crisis hot uh, lifeline and you can call it um and and there are there are volunteers there to to help out. So if there's anybody who is in a time of of crisis or just needs to talk, um, find that number because I didn't I didn't even know nine eight eight was was that uh, um, was that like resource. Just so that you don't have to call. You just nine eight eight. All right. Yep. Like nine one one, but different. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that's the thing. It's it's good to know these things, and so uh, maybe that'll help some someday some for somebody. But a hundred percent. Well, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. Um, I was going <laughs> to share some of the stuff that I was doing, but now I feel like I can't follow up. No. <laughs> sorry. I brought it down. I'm sorry. So maybe I'll talk about it right before we do go out of here. But yeah, let's, uh, I appreciate you sharing those things. So, yeah. um, yeah, nine, eight, eight, if you are experiencing a crisis, thank you, Nathan, for sharing that. KJ want to hear those musical cues. What am I talking about? I don't know. We're going to go to a snack now. To the food. <laughs> Welcome back to time. I know. <laughs> what a choice. Oh, I know. <laughs> what a choice I, you just made. I'm like I literally know. confused. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know what the heck just happened, that was Nathan like rage crinkling his bag into the it's, microphone. It's, it's ASMR, man. Not when you it's, do it, it like it, that. It's the John Chi ASMR segment with, yeah, sorry. Um, it is snack time. We have a non-Korean snack because I saw these and I wanted to try them. So Classic these Nathan. are a product of Taiwan. Uh, it is Karamucho hot chili stick potatoes. Then um, it reminded me of those old stick potatoes that I used to get in a can as a kid. And uh, Nathan, I don't know. we're not ages on the show. Sorry, but if anybody else remembers those, give me a shout out because I actually used to eat those a lot and I would dip them in ketchup like little mini french fries. So. <laughs> I do remember what you're talking about. I've, okay. I've had those. Yeah. And they were like in a, a blue can. Yeah, it was a can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was funny. I know what you're talking about. No idea. Okay, well, these look like it, but they're spicy with hot chili. 
foil. So um, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to try these. Caramucho. Uh, Made by a company called Koikia. Koikia? I think is the name of the company. So Koikia. But I don't know. Koikia. Let me set my mic down so I can open these boys up. Pretty easy to open. Half the bag is empty. (laughs) But that could also just be from the altitude in Colorado. What? Mm. Oh, yeah. I want to say it's actually a little sweet and spicy. All right, these are not as crunchy as I thought they were going to be. Okay, they are crunchy, but they feel soft. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I hate eating things so small. They they are much smaller than I would expect, yes. I don't like when um, when things don't fit into a nice handful. Popcorn, nice handful. M&M's. M&M's. Nice handful. Yeah. What is Pretzel a nice sticks? handful? Nice handful. Just this, a, yeah, a little like, small handful. I go in with two fingers, the thumb and the pointer, Same. into the side of the bag. I come out and I either, I okay, I even went for a small grab. I got four pieces and they're all <laughs> over the place. And then I feel like I have to open my mouth all sorts of weird ways in order to get it into my mouth and not crumb my pants. That's what I mean. That is not a nice handful. I just crumb okay. my pants. And, see? That's so annoying. And, I mean, to be fair, you are just, like, tipping You're it. going to town on these things. These are good. This, did you have dinner they, yet, bro? They started growing on me. I don't um, know. In, yeah. Almost immediately. Like, the first couple... I mean, couple you attacked them like, with vigor. When we I tried, I yeah, tried them you small. Like I, I ate, like, two or three at a, at a time when I first popped them in, and I was just getting the full experience. And yeah, now I'm just shoving them in my mouth like a, a waterfall. So Another thing... If I feel like it'd be easier to eat with a spoon, it's not a nice handful. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go back to my old school days where if, maybe if I had like a fork and some ketchup, ketchup would hold them together and I could then pop them in my mouth. I don't know. I don't think I would put ketchup on these though. No. Dude, ranch, I would not do ketchup ranch. on these. I was going to say, like, this oh, might ranch? be like yeah. very Midwestern, but like actually, mm-hmm. if these were like in, not like... A ton of mayo, but like if there was some mayo on this, bro, that would be good. I, think I was that would literally be good... gonna say mayo. Hmm. That's hilarious. Hmm. Is that Midwestern? Yes. No, I was gonna say it's more Canadian. Canadian? What? Yeah, French Canadian. They know. put mayonnaise on their. French You're fries. French Canadian. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, I've been fat in your there. general direction. <clears throat> no, I like these. Are right, you said this were from Thailand? Taiwan. 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 Wow. My apologies. Yeah. They're not yep. even close to each other. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely like them. Oh, really? Um, I couldn't tell by the way you were shoveling them into your mouth hole. I, I do not like the ingredients, but that's just because, I mean, most, if you look at any chip these days, the ingredients kind of scare you. because There's so many things in here, including MSG. What is MSG? Like, I've heard a lot about it, but I don't feel seaweed. like I don't. Monosodium oh. glutamate. glutamate. Monosodium it's, it's, glutamate. glutamate? Yeah, it's, it's a, found it's naturally a salt. in seaweed. It's salt. It's Yeah, it's basically like a sea salt. And in, was it the 80s that it like really got crazy? Where like people were like, oh yeah, don't eat at Chinese restaurants. They have MSG. And that's just some yeah. racist crap. So, mm. well, yeah, not I thought 100%. it was. There, there was are racist. some people with sensitivities to it. Sure. But so, also, like, but I don't know. And if allergies. you're 
if you're like, but for yeah, the most population, if you have, if you got an yeah. allergy, that's fine. But if you're, it's like, if you're like, oh yeah, I eat sushi all day, but I don't like MSG. You're like maybe rethink your position. I don't know. Maybe I'm an ignorant ass, but maybe yeah. rethink your position. Yeah. Maybe I mean, it's the salt. And then again, salt is not particularly great for you either in large quantities. So. Oh really? That's Tell true. that to my electrolytes, bro. That is true. Hey. Tell that to my entire diet. <laughs> well, that <laughs> says the man who wants drink, to get branded drinking the wrong things. Then branded soy sauce bottles. He's also like salt's not that good for you. But <laughs> let me tell you this Chanchi Show soy sauce bottle. Uh yes, I I have eaten my fair share of salt. I won't lie. Which actually, what is the sodium content of this? Twelve uh, percent. Yeah, not bad. All right, it's probably on the low side of chip chip sodiums, but. Uh, and the sugar, I did taste the sugar. That's the third, ingre- third ingredient on there. So, oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, because oh. it was like a sweet and spicy to me. But I don't know. I'll I'll jump into ratings. I give it a four out of five. It's I think it's it's very tasty. I I would have gone a little higher, but I agree with your previous statement of it being kind of small and hard to eat. Like I, if it was the same flavor in just bigger pieces, you know, like the size of maybe a shrimp chip, like a steak I fry. Think, Steak fry. I think I would really like it a lot more. Yeah. But. Shrimp chip. Brings Steak me back fry. to those those little potato chips. I should go try it with some some ranch. Yeah, I would give these a four out of five. They're just, they're so annoying to eat, but the flavor is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also been a while since I've had like a snacky food, so I'm just like really <laughs> digging into it. It's not a sweet snacky food. It's a savory food, which is bomb. Um, side note, I don't know what it is about like, at least like East Asia and like Southeast Asia really seems to love like heat plus sugar. I don't know like, like where that started from, but I'm not, not fully against the trend. So, um, yeah, I think it's good. Like the flavor is, I don't know. It's not like it's hot, but I wouldn't say it's like, uh, so spicy. It'd just be like, it's not like hot. hot. Not like those wings that I got in LA. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) spice exists. That were actually too hot for me. (laughs) Are you referring to the wings that I ate that you ordered? (laughs) Oh, right, 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 right. I've been eating all of Nathan's wings. I'm like, weren't even spicy. They were really good. Nathan, you got a really good wing. And I'm over there dying. That was so funny. <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, I'm going to give them, I guess I'll give them a four or two. They're pretty good. You don't have to I've give them a four. not, no, no pressure, I've barely dude. eaten any of them. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can see into my bag. There's, okay. Is it I because like it's, they're annoying to eat? Kind of. And I feel like I'm just not really that hungry at the moment. Maybe because I ate three small Twix bars before we started the show. Well, that's your own fault. <laughs> well, yeah, that was on me. Which were which immediately uh, followed a di- uh, heavy dinner. So I like that you were just like, you know what? I don't know if Nathan's got a chocolate prepared for me, so I'm gonna bring in. I'm gonna bring <laughs> yeah. in the show. I have to bring my own chocolate. Chocolate before because I never know. I never know. <laughs> next next month, there's there's some chocolate. So next month, some this chocolate. Month. Yeah. But then I'll pregame it with some vanilla ice cream. But like I don't know if he's mm. probably hadn't sent me anything vanilla. So that's true. That's true. Man, if I could, if I could send you frozen stuff, guys. Oh, I saw, <laughs> oh God. I saw so that many opens Korean up a whole frozen new world. It does. It it really would. I might don't just you dare force close you guys. Your eyes. I force you to go to uh, your H marts or your Asian stores to see if they have them because 
Um, I, I think I remember telling you Pepero makes an ice cream bar. I don't so, remember you telling me that, but yeah. I do like the sound of that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it looks amazing. I haven't bought it myself yet, but uh, yeah. So, but yeah, great. Great. Well, good snack, Nathan. Yep. Excited for the next round of snacks. Patrick, what are you doing this month in honor of uh, it being an adoptee month? Yeah, I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, doing a couple workshops that... One, or I did a workshop in Portland with BIPOC adoptees that I am now taking on virtual tour. So if you're interested in doing that, um, hit me up on Instagram. What or does you it mean can to find be on, the link on there. virtual tour? <laughs> <laughs> it means I'm just doing them virtually. Uh, I'm doing one on the 9th and one on the 27th. So doing that, I'm doing a couple engagements with Purdue University. So I'm really excited about that. And I'm also doing something or I'm doing the workshop, too, with uh, Asian Mental Health Project. They have an adoptee empowerment circle that they've been doing um, monthly, which is really cool. So I'm excited to do that collaboration. And at the end of the month, I'm actually going to be in Boston doing reading a thing that I wrote. Um, doing reading this, a thing that I wrote. Doing <laughs> reading a thing that I wrote. Uh, I think I can actually announce this now i looked the email up to make sure that i could do it but it's called voices unheard it's by the boston post adoption resources um organization um pretty excited about that and i will have more details about that later so i got a lot of stuff going on hopefully more pay me hire me to come speak at your organization or your school or your company that would be great recommend him to go to go speak at your company or school or organization. Yeah. That. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't feel like that was an appropriate follow up to <laughs> what we talked about at the end of before this next. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. Lots of stuff. As well as uh running some cool episodes for conversation piece. So I know we don't talk about other pods on the show, but I'm just gonna plug no, no, that no. again. We can talk about your quick. own pods. That's fine. We just generally <laughs> oh. don't talk about other rival podcasts. <laughs> I feel like we might get canceled for you saying it like that. <laughs> well, but there's so many. We have so many rivals. That's true. We do have a lot of rivals. We. <laughs> and I actually, I would do love we, to. Are they really rivals? No, though? I don't. I, I mean, I've not met anyone, so I don't think you can be a rival with someone you've not met. I literally just commented today on a post from J. Ron about not competing with each other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that too. I'm like. Very much like a no, you <laughs> for sure don't don't. Oh, like, that's hilarious! Entirely facetiously. That is hilarious. Oh, I have something to tell you guys off air. Um, Ooh, yeah. Uh, it's not soup. like super important, but it is kind of cool. So, um, anyways, if you want to get in touch with us this month, if you want to do any of those things, if you want to support us, you can do so at John Chicho. Um, dot com. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, if you want to support the show, you could do so at our website, johnshishow.com. We have some cool merch up there. We have some other ways that you can support us. If you want to follow us on, on any of the social medias, you can do so at John Chi Show, or you can go to Facebook, John Chi Show 
after party. Nathan is there holding it down, <laughs> keeping the music going, keeping the party going. It's like a dance-a-thon, and his whole team's abandoned him, but he's keeping it going. It's like a silent disco, but there is no music, and it is just totally silent, um, <laughs> except for Nathan. So there's um, no music, and it's also not a disco. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to reach out and you have... Oh man, there was something that you said that I was like, oh, if you want to tell us about that thing, I don't remember. But if you just want to talk to us directly, you can send us an email to johnchyshow at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail at 972-677-8867. We always love to hear your beautiful voices leaving us beautiful messages or non-beautiful messages. I don't care. Um <laughs> <laughs> if right. you are also feeling like you really love the show, we would appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts. Five stars, five thumbs up and not down. That would be great. Um, I think that's it. If you want to follow me, you can do so at Patrick in the world, wherever I want to be found on the Internet. I am and Nowak on Instagram. And as you heard, Nathan Nowak on Facebook. <laughs> Uh, you can hit me up at KJ Relke wherever I want to be found on the internet. Also, for our YouTube listeners, hit, hit that like and subscribe button. You know what like I mean? Like and subscribe like on YouTube. Like and subscribe. I don't know why you would do that, but I know that there are some YouTube listeners out there. We, so. we do have YouTube listeners, and I forget that I follow us on YouTube, um, <laughs> which I probably shouldn't admit here, but we have, I do see the listens. I do see the views go up, and people yeah. are still watching our old videos too. Which reminds oh. me that we have old videos. Okay. So we do have some visuals on YouTube. So do we have a do we have a uh a URL? A URL? Uh, yeah, probably. Our own thing. Oh I mean, yeah. Well, I mean for sure. Like Is it youtube.com slash Johnchi show? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, youtube.com slash Johnchi show. Yeah. Perfect. 187 subscribers, hey, 185 hey. videos. Our <laughs> featured playlist is episode 14. <laughs> nice. I love that. Wow. <sighs> All right. We well, like pay attention to that. Nah. We'll figure it out. It Once we hire an editor and we have more people on our team who can hopefully do all of these things. Um, which is all to say, we appreciate everybody out there in the community. I hope you have a wonderful November. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode for whatever the, the, this is that we're doing here on the show. But until then. <laughs> John G. Nathan chugging a beer. <laughs> Go find oh, no. some ranch. You're going to turn off the recording. You're just going to munch on air. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 <laughs>